All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this episode of Jesus, the Sure Foundation podcast. If you're new here, my name is Russell Alley, and I'm very grateful for everyone that is listening to this episode. Today's episode should be a really good one. My guest today, her name is Camilla, and she runs the account on Instagram that is called always.steadfast.com underscore immovable and it's a fairly newer page on instagram but what she has shared has really touched my life i've been able to feel the spirit from what she shared and through the posts that she shares i've been able to feel her testimony of the savior and so uh, when she agreed to come on and, and do this episode i was really grateful for her and so uh, Camilla, thank you for joining us, and I'm going to just go ahead and turn the time over to you and let you introduce yourself, share your, kind of a little bit about your background and, and how you gained your testimony, and so I will let you take it over, Camilla. Awesome. Thank you so much. So my name is Camilla. I'm currently living in Hawaii at the moment. I've been a lifelong member of the church. I've been a member of the church my whole life, and I think for me, the first time that I really recognized having a testimony of the Savior, Jesus Christ, was shortly after I was baptized. That is something that has meant a lot to me, especially growing up and through the challenges that I have faced, is realizing how much the Savior can help me and how much He has helped me. Um, One particular instance I remember was I was a gymnast for about 10 years, a competitive gymnast for 10 years. And I remember I was driving to one of my meets with my mom, and she was, you know, driving, she was paying attention to what she was doing. But I remember I had my scriptures in my little bag, my little gymnastics bag. And I, uh, I hadn't pulled them out or anything, but I was just sitting there thinking, and I just had this question come to mind. And it was um, about my baptismal covenant, which I had just made recently. I had just turned eight. And the question was, are you always remembering him? And I remember just sitting there and feeling like, oh, just having this thought of like, that's part of your baptismal covenant. And now that I'm older, I recognize that as the spirit. And when I was younger, maybe I didn't quite recognize that as well as I could have. But I remember after that experience, constantly thinking about it and having more of a desire to read the scriptures and to study the Word of God. And so that's kind of where my testimony began, was shortly after my baptism. Awesome. That Wow, that's really powerful, especially at such a young age, realizing that and having the Spirit kind of testify to you that, that that's something that is required of all of us that take that covenant onto us when we're baptized. And so that was, that's really powerful. Thank you very much for sharing that. As you've grown up and as you've thought of that covenant that you made with baptism uh, of always remembering him, how have you been able to do that? How have you been able to focus and keep him in remembrance in your life? I think the main thing for me was in our house, we have, you know, pictures of the Savior and pictures of the temple and just little things around us to remind us of of Him. But I think for me, it was just experiences that I had later of remembering Him and of the trials that I went through. One specific one that I will share happened when I was about 11 or 12 years old. And I had had a couple of things happen that were just um, devastating to me that were very traumatic for me. And I remember just the anxiety that I felt. And it was a lot of panic. I had a lot of night terrors and I would spend 
a lot of time during the night just thinking about, you know, all of these things and just having that fear and that worry. And um, I remember telling my mom that I wasn't sure if I could do it. Right. And she had told me like, Hey, you need to, you know, at night you can't keep coming to um, your dad and I you need to, you know, spend, or not that I couldn't keep coming to her and, and my dad, but that I couldn't, you know, sleep on the floor in the room anymore because of my night terrors. I just, I wanted to be in there with them where I knew I was safe. And I remember just panicking over that. And I remember going back to her room and I was like, mom, I can't do it. And I remember my dad sat up and he goes, I think you need a priesthood blessing. I remember he gave me the blessing. And I was able to go back to my room and I was able to fall asleep. And I wasn't as afraid. And I think for me, that's another thing that really helped me was knowing that Heavenly Father was aware of me and aware of my struggles and my trials and my weaknesses. And there's a scripture in Alma 7, verse 12. And that, that means a lot to me. And it talks about how the Savior took upon himself the infirmities, or in other words, the weaknesses of his people, that he might know how to succor his people according to their infirmities. And that verse has meant a lot to me throughout my life because of this trial with anxiety that I had. You know, I realized that even during trials that it seems like nobody else was dealing with or during things that I couldn't really explain to anybody else, that he was there and that he knew what they, what I had gone through and the things that I struggled with. That's powerful. Wow. That's really awesome. Thank you for sharing that. The next question I had for you and I want to kind of discuss is the name of the podcast, Jesus is the sure foundation. I got that because one of my favorite scriptures is uh, of course, Helaman five twelve, where, you know, it tells us that, you know, we need to build, on the rock, which is Jesus, the Redeemer. And then at the very end, it says, you know, if you build on this rock, that's a sure foundation, Satan, you know, can't over overwhelm us. You know, we all go through trials. We all go through struggles in life. But if we're built on the rock that is Jesus Christ, those trials and those struggles are a little bit easier to bear. And kind of like what you just shared, um, you know, with him being able to take our take upon himself our affirmities and know exactly what we're going through. And so what I wanted to ask you next is what does it mean to you to build on the rock of Christ? The scriptures have always been something that have meant a lot to me. They're really alive to me whenever I read them. It's just very impactful for me. And I think that is one of the ways that I build upon the rock of Christ is by studying his word and by studying, you know, the, the commandments that he's given us to help us be happy and to help us be free. I was thinking about this question a lot, actually, especially as we're studying the New Testament this year with the Pharisees and the Sadducees, which we always look at them and we're like, oh my goodness, like, why did they come up with all these rules and they made everything so strict? And then I look at myself and I go, I do that. I kind of realized that for me, I have some expectations that are maybe not what the Lord has set for me. But yes, I know he has the standards and the commandments, and I know that we're supposed to keep them. But sometimes I think each of us look beyond the mark, right? Like it says in Jacob, where instead of focusing on what the Lord has set, we we make ourselves um, live more of a rule-based, more of a rule-based life. Instead of following him and trusting that he can help us to become perfect, we kind of focus on ourselves and our and try to perfect ourselves. And so for me, building upon the rock of Jesus Christ is making sure that I'm following his teachings and not, not the strict perfectionist rules that I set for myself. 
Yeah, that's a great answer. And I like that. I think a lot of people struggle with trying to be more perfect than any of us really can be. And perfectionism is, is a struggle and a trial that I think so many of us struggle with. And so, yeah, knowing that we won't ever be perfect here in this life, but if we look to and rely on and build on the Savior, that is how we become perfect. Or that's how we work on our perfection, right? Exactly. Um, the next question I have is in those scriptures and in those verses, it talks about the rock and, and Christ being the foundation that we have to build on. And so what I wanted to find out from you and what your thoughts are on what does a sure foundation mean to you? So for me, a sure foundation is one that's not going to move. It's one that is steadfast and immovable that will not you know, rock from side to side. When I was thinking about this question, I kind of pictured, you know, when you sing the wise man and the foolish man in primary, right? The hand motions that you make is like you make a flat palm and then the rock is just like a boulder, like your fist in the middle of your palm. It looks like a boulder. And I was like, I'm not sure that would be a very firm foundation, right? You can't really set a house upon a boulder because it would fall all over the place. But I thought about this more in terms of the new children, is it children and youth program? Yeah. Where it's all about balance and all about becoming like the savior through balance. And so for me, with that image of the boulder, instead of anything, it's we build, we put the savior in the center. As we take that, if he is the rock, then our house or our life and our experiences must all be centered on that rock. And if they're not centered and if they're not balanced, then something is going to fall. And so for me, a sure foundation has become more of a balanced life that is centered around Jesus Christ. I love that answer. That's, so far, nobody has answered with that, and I've never thought about that as far as the balancing goes and making sure Jesus is the center of that balance. I love that. Thank you very much for sharing that. That is a really profound uh, insight, so thank you very much. I think the last little bit, do you have any stories or any experiences that have helped you um, throughout your life with you building upon the rock and upon Jesus Christ? See, there's a story that I could think of from my life. I think about, there's been so many things that have really helped me to grow closer to the Savior and to um, become more like Him. One of the things that I can think of would be um, just a couple years ago, I think COVID was really impactful for so many people in terms of, you know, feeling alone or isolated or things like that. But I remember one specific experience. I, I was really struggling with feeling like I fit in um, with my friend group. We finally started going back to church, and I came back, and I was, you know, I felt like I didn't quite fit in anymore. And I remember I was actually in tears in the middle of church, and as I started to calm down, I just had this wonderful feeling of, you are loved, and you will see it. And I think for me, that was the perfect thing, because I had been so focused on, oh, you know, Maybe this person doesn't like me because they did this or, you know, things like that. But just realizing, like, you will see it. That I would see it. And I saw that from the people around me. And I think for me, you know, we're all made in the image of God, right? And so when I think of other people and the Christ-like attributes they have, in many ways, that's how I see Christ as well. It's through them. It's through the kind things that they do for others. I'm like, oh, this is what the Savior is like as he serves or 
wow, I really love how she said that. She's an excellent teacher. Like, and you just, I see that, I see him and so many others, the Christ-like attributes that they have. And so just throughout my life, building upon the foundation of Jesus Christ is just looking for the good in others and looking for the ways that he has shaped my life, whether it be through the scriptures or through attending church or going to the temple. That was a great answer, and thank you. Thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, the last uh, thing I want to have you do is just if you would just share your testimony of the Savior, that would be awesome. I know that the Savior Jesus Christ lives. I know that He's aware of us, and that He's aware of me, and that He knows my weaknesses and my struggles and my imperfections, and that He loves me even despite all of those things, that even though I'm not perfect or maybe I don't, do all the right things that he is still there to help me and to help me become perfected in him. And I am so grateful for the atonement and for everything that he has done that has provided a way for me to return to live with my heavenly father and not only to return to heavenly father, but to have the strength to repent. The enabling power of the atonement gives me strength each day to choose the right to withstand temptation and to, you know, overcome the, the sins and weaknesses of this world. And to also help me to feel clean and to feel happy again when I repent. And I know that he is aware of each of us. I know that he loves each of us. And I know that as we build upon his foundation, that he will help us to be strong. Thank you very much. I felt the spirit very strongly there. And so thank you. Thank you again very much. Um, I like to end each of my episodes by just saying, if there's anybody out there that is listening to this that is either struggling with your faith or maybe you don't even believe in a God or in Jesus Christ, what Camilla has shared here is the truth. And I just hope that you felt the Spirit touch you and testify to you that what she shared is true. And she shared some very basic steps and guidelines on how you can build your testimony. So I encourage you to follow the steps and, and do exactly what she said she did to be able to gain and strengthen her testimony in the Savior Jesus Christ. And I know if you do that, you will be able to strengthen your own testimony. So I hope if there's anybody out there listening to this that is struggling, that you will take these steps and find out for yourself and gain a testimony of the Savior for yourself. Camilla, thank you very much. This was a little bit shorter than most of mine, but it has been very powerful and very insightful. You shared, like I said previously, you shared some ideas and some thoughts that haven't been shared and that I've never thought of. So I really, really appreciate your insight and your very humble testimony. So thank you again. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, thank you. And everybody else for listening, thank you very much. And I hope you will return again next time. And everybody have a blessed day. God bless.